Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, y'all. I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers Podcast, episode 97. It's your host with the most, Chris Miner, a.k.a. Dino Scramoni. You know what I'm saying? Cheese pizza at the extra pepperoni. You know what I'm saying? A.k.a. the GOAT, greatest out of Arlington. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a.k.a. Um, don't waste your time, because uh, I will not allow you to waste mine. You know what I'm saying? What's good, Dalton? Was that the perfect one? Is that what you're talking about? What's the perfect one you just came up with? The, the goat, goat. The great, the oh, greatest out, greatest out of Arlington, baby. Arlington, greatest, Texas. Texas. There you go. I'm about to say yeah, you didn't finish the act. Oh, the goat. Yeah. I did it. Greatest out of Arlington, Texas. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because some people think it's Arlington, Virginia. It's not the same. It's not the same. Greatest out of Arlington, Texas. There you go. My bad. Okay. I, I fumbled it when you told me not to. All right. Um. <laughs> Quick save though. Hey. It's it's Dalton. You know, quarantine yeah. daddy as quarantine, usual. Yeah. Uh, take that, take that. Almost married. Yeah. Countdown soon gonna be fully married. And but we won't stop. No. Well. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I will stop because I'll be married. But. Bad boy for life. <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just been chilling. Mm-hmm. Ready to? I don't have no crazy AKs today. I'm just chilling on this. Rainy Sunday evening. Let me tell you something. Memorial Day weekend. The rain ain't going to stop my shine. You heard? I was out there on the grill, grill mastering it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Amaj and her father. You know what I'm saying? Once I saw that, you know, one of our elders in the black community wasn't going to let the rain stop him, I said, how can I I (laughs) stop? You know what I'm saying? So I, I took it upon myself to get them wings on that motherfucker that motherfucking grill and that's what the you know that's what the fuck i did so we out here uh you know what i'm saying i want to give a special happy belated birthday to gabby you know what i'm saying out there in florida uh and congratulations to all the 2020 graduates you know what i'm saying y'all did it 
I wish I could have joined y'all this year, but they fucked my shit up. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? We gonna bounce back harder than ever. You know what I'm saying? Ground ball. You know what I'm saying? And um, shit, yeah, man. Uh, what, uh, what's your week consist of, man? You know, I gotta ask you every time, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we're kind of on the same wave uh, every yeah. week. Not much to do, really. Um, but we uh, same work. Um, then we got off early on Friday because uh, mm-hmm. of the Memorial Day weekend. Um, I'm off tomorrow, so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Um, Shelby's been off since uh, since Friday. She didn't have to work at all Friday, so she gets a four day weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we just be kind of. Um, same still catching up on our like we finished dragon ball now we're on dragon ball z we just mm-hmm. finished the saiyan saga so yep. we're gonna we're moving on to namek um and then we also watched um we uh watched the other guys and that new uh Issa ray movie that went straight to netflix oh where did you with, enjoy that one with uh i forgot what it's called what is it lovebirds i think yeah the lovebirds yeah. i was funnier than i thought and they had better chemistry than I thought they're going to have as well. Uh, um, let me see. Love Bird. A couple in the fast lane to Splitsville accidentally witness a murder. That's not what this says. Carrings into a murder? They take off on a wild race to find the killer and clear their names. Issa yep. Ray, and uh, I'm not even going to fuck up this guy's name, but he is going to be a superhero, right? Yeah, he's in the Eternals. He got... He got ripped for it. And you can see yeah. it in the movie, yeah. You can see uh, it. He's like, a, his, his chest is all out and shit. Yeah, I saw Jimmy Kimmel. He was on Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon, one of the Jimmys. Uh-huh. And they were talking about, uh, he was talking about how he had to get ripped and how he hasn't had any carbs and blah, blah, blah. So they yeah. like dangled all this food in front of him. Mm-hmm. Literally dangled it like from the ceiling or whatever. As they, as they would, yeah. Yeah, and, they, and he just took a piece of pizza off the plate. And he ate it. He was like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten pizza in, like, six months or some shit. And I was like, yo, nah, this ain't for me. But uh, uh, it'd be for you if they're paying you a million dollars, though. You'd yeah, of course. Yeah, of You'd course. Like, yeah, I'm finna- nigga, what? I'm coming back looking like Dwayne Johnson, man. Yeah. Like, facts. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I saw that um that wrestler just passed, right? The uh, the young woman, the 22. She was, like, 22. Oh, so oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, so actually, okay, so this one actually, like, was weird for me because, like, um, she's in a show called Terrace House, which is basically a reality show in Japan. You told me to watch that, yeah. Right, right. But it's a reality show in Japan where they put six strangers in the house. It's kind of like the real world, but in Japan, um, but less chaotic. Um, and she wasn't one of the original members of this season, but she like took over for um, one of the people that left. Yeah. Because once if someone leaves, they just replace the member with somebody else. And she was a professional wrestler, yes. Um, and she kind of touched upon it in the show a little bit. Um, what, what, like, so part of her reason for being in the house, other than mm-hmm. def- she all, she wanted to find love. That was that was a objective she did want to find love and find like a boyfriend she said it's kind of hard to date because men find it too masculine because she's a wrestler 
Right. So she was trying to like find love. And then she also said she wanted to bring like, um, you know, women's wrestling board to the forefront. But also she says she's, she's been having trouble in like the community because she's, she wasn't full Japanese. She was half Japanese, half Indonesian. And Mm -hmm. the kind of like racism that happens in Japan is, is from mixed, is from mixed people. It's not really like, Oh, you're black. It's like, Oh, you're not full Japanese. So that's the kind of thing they don't talk about to you about the country itself is that kind of, uh, bias and racial biases they have. So she'd been dealing with that already. Um, now when you're on Terrace House, this show is mega popular. Like it's big across the globe. It's a phenomenon here, but over there it's like huge. That's like, I mean, that's the reality TV. They're watching that like constantly. You and they have more content um, over there than we got. So every those episodes come out every week for them, but then they also get like little on their YouTube channel. They get like extra clips of stuff that ha- that's not in the episode because they're, they're not filming. You're not seeing everything that's happening. Like, while you know, someone's still at the house while they're, they're filming other people right. you can't capture. But so they get to watch all that stuff. So people grow with these folks. So Hannah was a super bubbly, like super chill, chill for girl. Um, now she had a moment in the, uh, before the, the, um, virus hit that that stopped them from airing the show and basically everybody in the house had to move back to where they were from mm-hmm. due to the, the the virus but there was a there was a moment where her and this other member who was a was who was a male um his mm-hmm. name was kai they got into like a big argument and it caused like a whole house meeting um, um basically it was like bubbling up um mm-hmm. like she was kind of shitting on him a little bit for a while. Um, she was very angry with him. And then the next, he decides to leave like the week later because um, basically he felt like he didn't belong in the house anymore. Right. So, so now that she's like famous from this stuff, I mean, this stuff takes like their Twitter, their Instagram followers from like, you know, a thousand to like 200,000 followers, like instantly from being right. on the show. Um, Cause people want to see what they're doing at the house with other, other members. So, She's getting cyberbullied like crazy already from her racial thing with the, her being half and mm-hmm. half. And then the, the incident with Kai just makes it way worse, like way mm-hmm. worse. Um, me and Shelby actually looked up her Instagram before, uh, like after the season ended, uh, well, when they cut it off, because we wanted to see what people were saying. Like, because I was like, I'm, I'm, man, I was like, man, I wonder if people are like pissed off of her <laughs> for this right and she turned her comments off at one point like the comments were gone like you couldn't see any comments so i was like oh she must be getting like some pretty mean yeah so next thing you know like i wake up yeah i wake up yesterday and i just look i open and i see her trending and i'm like yo what the why is she trending from terrace house terrace house is off so i was like i wonder if she like decided to leave when it once it comes back and now she uh she passed away. She, um, they didn't explicitly say it, but all signs are pointing that to, that she committed suicide. suicide. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because her last post was her and her cat and in, it was in Japanese, but basically was saying like goodbye. 
Like it was, and she put like the date and then she was like, goodbye. And then, yeah, next thing you know, you get these reports and then I'm looking up all the other members to see what, if, if they're having information, they're all just like shocked. They're making posts. Like I never thought I'd hear this news. Like uh, she's only 22 years old, but cyberbullying is real. Like real, real. but it like, I can't imagine what she was getting, like being, being on that level of famous at that time, like just, and you're, you're in their in someone's house every weekend. So they kind of see how you live. Like you can't really get away from it. Um, Cause then you, you got to go back and watch those. Ep- like they, on some of the episodes, they go back and watch some of the episodes they're in and they're, they always get like mad at themselves for how they acted, but you don't know because you're just acting like you would in a normal situation. You don't know what the, what the camera going to show. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's rough. Uh, Chris looked like he froze, but um, I just I just want to say like I uh, I am a big fan of that show, but I th- I really really think that there has to be more protection for these kind of things like cyberbullying, um, more moderators. Even one of the uh, the hosts of the show um, posted and said. Um, I wonder if there was more I could have done to help prevent this, help them out. Maybe not be so judgmental on people's actions. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a sad, sad situation. Um, but Chris fell off. So I'm going to pause the recording real quick and we'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Chris is back. Uh, yeah, look, spotty Wi-Fi, man. I don't know what you want me to say, but at any rate, um, like I was saying before we started back, I, I, I felt like I was going somewhere and I don't remember the last thing that I said. So I would just like to say uh, rest in peace to her. Like Dalton said, this cyberbullying stuff is ludicrous. Uh, speaking of cyberbullying, though, if we could change pace right quick. Um, yeah. You've been keeping like tabs on this whole Doja Cat situation? Man, this shit is so damn confusing. Um, but yes, yes, I've seen it, Chris. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. When she first came out, I remember going to Boomer Jacks with like Ridge. I think Ryan was there, Khalil, Jonathan. I don't know. I don't know why we went to Boomer Jacks. This is early. This is early in the, um, whatever our apartment name was days. So we're at Boomer Jacks and I remember as guys do. So women that listen, don't take offense. This is just what guys do. Y'all know this, but we was like, yo, Khalil was like, yo, Doja Cat is way better than uh, Georgia Smith or whatever. That's how you say her name, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, nigga, you your fucking mind. Because this <laughs> is like right at the moment when um, Doja Cat dropped the bitch I'm a cow or whatever. Right. Well, she, she's already been out, but that's the song that yeah. kind of took her. Yeah. Right. So I was like, man, she cute or whatever, but she ain't got shit on. Like, let's be, let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of in a shit way. That's my uh, introduction to Doja Cat, like that conversation and, you know, watching the bitch I'm a cow because it rang off on Twitter. You know, everybody has something to say about it. So, um, you know, I and it's crazy because we just literally tried to defend her last episode about this whole billboard thing and why they took her number one away. But now I think I should congratulate billboard for that a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Nikki got to it in a sense, but um, look, I'm gonna just be real. 
out of all the women that I've known in my life, somewhere in the upper billions, you know, because I'm a playboy, philanthropist, billionaire, you know. Okay. But um, I've, I've, I've actually ran across women who are mixed who have identity issues because they don't know, am I black? Am I not black enough? You know, the famous Earl sweatshirt line, too black for the white kids and too black for the, or white for the blacks or whatever he said from um, uh, uh, Chum, rather, Chum. Love that song. But at any rate, that's a real thing for people. Like, you and, you know, black and or white at, the, at that uh, for uh, at that matter. Um, you really don't have to think about that because you've been white your whole life. I know that I'm white. I know that I'm black. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't have identity issues. Mixed people really have identity issues. Drake talked about it. Um, uh, Drake talked about it. <laughs> I don't really know anybody. Else. But at any rate, I know women that, and I say women because it seems like women have these issues more than men, at least from my uh, experience. So when all this shit started coming out about Doja Cat and how she's on this uh, chat with white people and they're making not just white people no they're not just white people they're racist white people okay well yeah okay uh look the reason why i said white white people because the uh videos that i seen i didn't hear any audio that rang off to me i just was going based off of what everybody else is saying which is why group think is very bad i think we talked about that last week as well uh-huh. but at any rate um based off of what everybody was saying not to mention that she pretty much said that i'm going to continue to say the f word uh uh because it's just something that it's uh, i'm not going to change my pronoun game up pretty much right it's uh i mean i see both i see both sides because i used to say the f word but i you know people will take offense to that i get it so um she hasn't said anything since they started all this. Because they, she can't. There is nothing she can say that would make yeah. sense. There is it's, nothing. That's very because this this isn't like five years old. This is like last week. Yeah, this is very. This is it's not like people dug up her past, even though they did that. The particular incident in question, like she literally just. And it's more than just. They found a bunch of like she's she's like in that chat like every day. They said you can't leave that chat. Like, once you're in it, you're in it. Like, you have to be logged on for a certain amount of time before yeah. you can, like, okay, I'm leaving. Well, she, any rate, she and that, that thing stripping and yeah, all that kind yeah. of shit. Uh, I saw a tweet last night. They was like, Doja Cat wouldn't show her titties to everybody, but she's, like, busting it open for Sam Crow. I thought that was hilarious, bro. You don't understand. When I saw that shit, I died laughing for those who know what Sam Crow is. Um, but at any rate, um, to be honest, I don't have a real opinion about it because I don't care for her that much. I mean, the Say So song is, uh, that was a lot of, that was that like triple alliteration, alliteration, uh, that Say So song is, um, it's dope. I mean, she tapped it to an aesthetic and it worked for her and, um, Nicki Minaj just pushed it over the top. Which was a great feature, by the way, for that song to get took to the top the way that it did. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. 
up until Kanye did that whole TMZ stuff with the where uh, uh, slavery is a choice thing, that's kind of was the last straw for me to like go all in with the celebrity. If if you know what I, you know, like uh-huh. follow their their life or whatever like that was like the very last straw and it wasn't because kanye was wrong it was because so many people were attacking him and against what he said i was just like bro if people are really this like uh ignorant for lack of better words then i i I just would rather separate my myself from an artist and not worship not that i worshiped him but uh just care as much as i did you know like I don't anymore about anybody, not any rapper. Like, you shouldn't. Yeah, you know, like I, I thought, uh, you know, um, being a fan means you know that this guy wears a size nine or whatever the case. Not that I was ever that deep, but I'm just saying that's how deep like people are with this shit. Right. And I just I couldn't be invested in something that deep like outside of myself or my peers or my family. So that was the moment when I realized like this shit is not strictly for the love of you know artistry anymore like y'all legitimately care how this person lives their life every day and it's never that deep for me yeah and and it shouldn't affect your day but it it doesn't but yeah so but i think this one um stung for a lot of people especially stung for a lot of women because just last week we were they were celebrating her being one of the like four black women that went to the top of the charts together, right? Like yeah. they put you in this category, like, yo, we love to see it. Women of color at the top. And then as always, just a week ago, you know, <laughs> and then boom, shit hits the fan. And you find out like she faking the funk. Like she ain't, she ain't really down for the cause. I remember this reminds me of the moment with Sage Steele, the sports broadcaster. I don't know. I'm not familiar with her, but what happened? Um, she it was a couple of years back, but basically, um, people call her anti-black, an anti-black black woman, mm. be- because she like made some comments. So like, um, it's I think that that's what stings more than anything is just like, right. yo, we we were just like, yo, we we that saying the f word thing, like we let that one go. For the, off the strength of it, even though they shouldn't have, right? But they let it go for the strength of it because, like, you had some momentum. We going, we want to, we want to see you succeed, and we want to see you change your behavior, right? So and they you, gave her opportunity too. And you get there, and then we find out, like, not only are you, you know, in this chat, like, you like are involved in this type of thing, and you've been involved in it, and you really right. don't care for your own group of people. Okay. Like to throw it back. Cause it's got stuck in my head when you said it, Jay, that's why Jay Z's the fucking goat, bro. Uh-huh. I know what I just said about worshiping artists, but he literally like every, there's a line. Jay Z has a line for everything. Yes, that's true. He was like, um, uh, they repoed your vehicle. Everything was all good. Just a week, a week ago. ago. You said that like two times. So it rang off. Uh-huh. My head. Yeah. But, the fact that what really bugged me out, and I'm not even going to hold you, uh-huh. what bugged me out was the fact that she is who she is now, uh-huh. but she still fucks with, like, everyday racist white 
uh, yeah. this guy works at GMC or uh-huh. some shit. Like, that was, that's what, like, drove me, like, yeah. why is she even talking to these things? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't. But, so, I, the thing is, I can't, you can't even begin to get into the psyche of these people, right? That's a fact. Like, and, and if, if time doesn't show us anything, like, especially people that have the younger variety, um, there's a lot of stuff that you don't see on the surface that we find mm-hmm. out later. Um, Actual, factual. Um, and it's just, they, they, I don't know how everybody always has something crazy, but so mm-hmm. they always have something crazy. Like, yeah, look, like man, if, if you, if you threw an artist out at me, I could give you a crazy story. Like Nicki Minaj, her brother and her husband are sex offenders, but like we could just we can just say that off the rip. Beyonce. Oh no, I can't touch that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's one we're not gonna do. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Even if there is some shit, you there is none. You better, you better act like you didn't know. No, she's n- not not her. That's the one thing I will yeah. not do. You know, her her and Jesus. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's what kind of stung most mostly about it. Um. Yeah, it's a very bizarre situation because then, like, just hours later, people are like, like, they, a, a random hashtag was like, forgive Doja Cat. And then, but then people don't know why. They're like, why does she, has she said anything? Like, everybody's like, why are we forgiving her? Right. So it, and, it, ma- it made the hashtag go crazy because everybody's like, why are we forget? And then, okay, so this is my meter. If you know, this is my meter, okay, for craziness. If, if, Azalea Banks has to be the voice of reason. Shit has got out of hand. Hey, let me let me let me say something about Azalea. I don't like the fact that she said some off the wall shit in her day. Matter of fact, <laughs> she has. I had a list of shit that she predicted what that would happen in 2020. Right, right. I was supposed to read it for the podcast, but I never did. It was that fucking crazy. I yeah. had it. I don't know if I still do. Yeah. But at any rate, I don't like the fact that. Most of the time, she's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's how and, she says it. Yeah, it's always the delivery. I just had this conversation with Blaze about Kanye. Yeah. Everything that he said about voting Republic versus Democrat, we're seeing it right now. He said this shit last year. And I was like, bro, he's right. I want a documentary back in the gap with like Harry Belafonte. Uh, Harry, is that his name? Yeah, Harry Belafonte was like, yo, before JFK, Black people voted Republican. Correct. Yeah. So, and JFK made it a thing to get in with like Malcolm and Martin and Harry Belafonte and be like, yo, I need y'all's votes. And that's how all the black people switched over to Democratic. But that's neither here nor there. Kanye, people like Kanye, Exilia, even Charlemagne. A lot of, (laughs) a lot of black, look, 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 a lot of black people hate Charlemagne. For whatever reason, fine. Um, that whole little he has smoked for Joe Biden for months now. Months. Yes. Yeah. He said out of everybody, minus Trump, obviously, everybody who was running to become president right now has talked to him, minus Joe Biden, Hillary, uh, 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 Gang, Bernie Sanders, Bernie, uh, yeah. the chick that I told you I liked, uh, that I still 
don't Elizabeth, know her name. Elizabeth Warren. Not Elizabeth Warren. I know everybody it, liked her. This was another white woman who was like a hippie type shit. But uh, at any rate, everybody came to talk to him or the Breakfast Club or somebody black in general, you know, except for Biden. So he was like, Why? okay, he won't even talk to us. So how we know he... So he finally gets this man in a conference call. He says the like crazy you, shit, yeah. Just how you and I are right now. And this yep. man said, yo, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. The, I, was, then, I was appalled, bro. Bro, I was like, man. But this is what I will say. Oh, here we go. A lot of people took that and was like, oh, okay, we already, we already know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but... I do kind of see two sides to that, as in, if you, but but the only reason why I see it is because how he flipped it. He made it sound like he didn't have nothing to do with the three strikes. You know what I'm saying? These are people that he's he's talking to the black people that are not educated on who he is pre-Obama. Yeah. All right, so that's who he was talking to. So I get the tactic, but, you know what I'm saying? I dropped out in 12th grade, but I ain't no idiot. You know what I'm saying? I knew exactly what he was doing. And the fact that he felt so comfortable to say it, it got me thinking, was that, was that just a poor, a, poor, a poor joke? Like, no. He, did he think it was going to ring off differently, but it didn't? Because you got – he even did the – he did the – you know, the face and the head and you ain't black. If you vote, like my nigga, what? <laughs> and then let, let's not even Trump already next day got the whole site up. Niggas on there with the you, hashtag. You ain't black. Vote Trump pants uh, and women. I was like, man, this, Hey, look, one thing I can't say about Trump. He not going to miss a dollar. You got to respect the hustle. <laughs> you got to, but, um, it's just been a poor week for white people, though. It's, y'all niggas been, y'all niggas been, uh, y'all niggas been, y'all niggas been taking L's pretty much since this pandemic started. Sure, white people have. Dalton has not. No, I'm not including you in. The, I'm, not, I'm not including you in the uh, white people. I'm like white people in general. Um, uh, who is that? Lana, Lana Del Rey or whatever. Oh fuck. boy. She's she she brought up the wrong name. She brought up the wrong name. Bruh, look, if you're not black, even if you're black, you can't speak against Beyonce, bro. You just can't do it. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. And, and she, her her post was so passive aggressive too. I hate that shit when people do that stupid ass shit. I read it, bro. I look. Let me be honest, because I don't want to. I'm not pandering or anything, but I want to be honest. I read the post once I found it. I didn't see anything wrong with what she said, minus the name drop. I did it. She feel she's a white woman. Of course, all white people or white women feel like they're marginalized and all this shit because they Impossible. don't look outside themselves. Impossible. They don't look outside of them themselves or their situations. Rarely do they do that. Uh-huh. So, to me, this is just another case of a white woman being a white woman. Like, what are we upset about? But the fact that she, she brought up Nikki, Nikki, Beyonce. Uh, who uh, Ariana? All black, uh, all black women except Ariana. She had to sprinkle in Ariana for a right. little razzle dazzle. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but at the same time, the naming the the naming <laughs> the woman that she did name are the women that have been dominating 
the 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 you know the charts and that's what these people pay attention to so if she would have look if she would have said Lil Kim Foxy Brown Missy Elliott Eve niggas would have been like yo you're out of touch like these women aren't even consecutively dropping songs right now you're talking about right now so she had to speak about the women that are and it just so happens that she did it the week after all the craze was going. It was a poorly timed uh, open letter. It was poorly timed. Because had we not just celebrated four black women uh, occupying the number one and number two spot, I think it would have rang off a little different. One, two, of course, don't attack Beyonce and, you know, look, so on and so forth. Look, I'm, just, I'm tell- I already told you. She, it, it, it was poor timed and she name dropped, but I'm telling you, it was passive aggressive and then Look, she what she was trying to what she was trying to say was people think I'm I only make depressed music, but I'm just talking about my life. But since I don't, you know, show my body like these women, mm-hmm. it doesn't come across the same way. First off, we don't want to see your body, Lana Del Rey. Um, you look like a '50s white woman from the. Uh, she could uh, be she, Del Bay. Look, and also, if Amy Winehouse was still be here, was it was still here, you wouldn't be a factor in any situation. Facts, R.P. to Amy, man. You wouldn't be a factor at all. Okay, so I wonder if she like bit her aesthetic in that way. It, it, like, um, as far as like her like style, absolutely. Because even Amy was like her, but I her music her, don't sound like it. But yeah, no, 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 no. I thought her and Nas was gonna be like a thing back in the day. Man, I, I wish. Thing. I fucking and, wish. Um, I, I kind of feel like Lana took the same approach, but with like ASAP. Not right. saying that Amy needed like a black whatever. No, but, every, but Cherry Wine is fucking amazing. Yeah, everybody fucked with, with Amy. Like Hove, not like everybody. The Roots. She was amazing. Everybody fucked with Amy. She, yeah, she's a legend. But, but it's my thing. Like she and and like Lana does fine. I don't, she had no reason to speak out. She, she's doing just like, she has fans. She, but since, you know, she got, uh, felt a little bit of like, I'm not going to hit number one because all these black women. She's never hit number one. That's, and that's okay. Like she, but I digress. She's being passive aggressive. And, and once again, the famous thing is putting blame on other things than being like, yo, you just don't have as many fans as these folks. It's whatever. Uh, also, though, I do want to, I do want to, I know we talked to, or, excuse me, I know I brought it, uh, excuse me, I know I brought it up, um, sorry, last week, that, um, like, hip-hop is getting kind of boring right now, in uh-huh. a sense. Yeah, and I thought uh, I heard I, I heard or read I probably heard that like hip hop is like number two now. It's not the number one most streamed genre. It's actually acu- acoustic music right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, I was like, man, getting mega that makes streams. sense. Yeah. Nobody's do- especially since nobody's doing anything and everybody's in the house. Like you don't want to listen to a nigga telling a girl to pop her pussy or something at like nine o'clock in the house after you just tucked your kids in or something. So I get that. But um, it just got me to thinking like, man, there's nothing exciting going on in rap right now. And that's kind of unfortunate. 
But um, to throw it back around to um, we can't get active, bro. Like we, you gotta get yeah, active. Yeah, bro. yeah, 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 yeah. Hip hop, it's it's literally a movement. Like yeah, you, you hip hop. It's like you don't you, know you, you don't you don't hip hop in the house. No, that's that's a fact. You can't uh, unless it's a party going on, and we can't do that. All right. So, uh, speaking of which, how do you feel about all these bars opening up right now? Like, do you think it's you think what you think? Uh, the, all this just dumb. I mean, I've seen so many people act retarded this week. Um, like you saw the line for fucking Ross, bro. Ross, Krispy Kreme. People were fucking <laughs> super deep for a pool party. Yeah, in the Ozarks, <laughs> they brought a uh, Marty Bird. Shout I saw out to Marty Bird. Man. There was like a boardwalk in Maryland that was super packed. Um, wait, just wait till just wait till this episode. Just wait till Monday. Uh, Memorial Day, right? Labor Day. Which one it's is it? tomorrow? It's a. Uh, it's about. It's about to be. It's about to be retarded out here, man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, to uh, I did see a tweet talking about how you know the NBA, all these owners are hurting right now because they're losing out on money and they're not oh. making any money and da 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 da. Yeah, of course, boohoo. Like you know, but I. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know. People used to say you can't put a value on life. It's life. But they're clearly putting a value on it. It's you being able to go get Krispy Kreme Bruh, or Starbucks. Th- or- duh, this, this country is predicated on the economy. We are literally, that we are, we are, we are, we are 7-Eleven of countries. We're always open. We're trying to, we yeah. always try to make money, right? You make us sound like we're a whore. Bruh, we're, it's predicated on, on bread. Like, they don't give a fuck. And companies are opening back up so they can stop paying people unemployment. Like it ain't no, ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to fake the funk. You can, you can put all the nice words on commercials you want. Like we're back and we're cleaning better than ever. No, you're not doing it to be healthy. Bitch, you should have been cleaning this whole time. Look, I, I love Jack in the Box. It's a staple in our uh, community here being Texans, the uh, Arlington, all that shit. I had Jack in the Box like for the first time in a long time obviously yesterday right we get the jack-in-the-box i get my usual curly fried chicken something strip sandwich whatever and i ate it i was like damn this shit tastes better than it usually does not because i haven't had it in a long time because they actually changed the grease (laughs) yeah you know how many times i ordered a fucking uh uh breakfast jack and i could taste taco shell (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, you know, you know, I'll be like, bro, I ordered a breakfast jack, not a taco. Like they literally just changed their grease. So if we're at this, what it took for these niggas to raise their standards by all means, keep this shit close. You know what I'm saying? But all jokes aside, this shit is ridiculous. I, I know I said it before. I'll say it again. My mom's a nurse. My sister's a nurse. Damn sister's a nurse. Like Dalton is still an essential worker. His grandfather. Look, look, I used to work for Dalton's grandpa. How old was he when I used to work for him? Just give me a, a rough estimate, would you say? 70s, right? Nah, he, he was 80. Okay, 80. His grandpa looked me in my face. He had to look up because he's a little short. He had to look <laughs> me in my face and said, I'm not going to stop coming to work until I'm dead. I was like, this, and he meant it. Oh, he meant that. Yeah. You heard like he he don't even got to go to work. His son running it, his nephew, his grandson, 
all that shit. And he's still going to work every day. Uh, yes, it's a choice, but that's how, that's all he knows. So in my mind, I'm like, bro, you're not going to close down this business. He'll go to work every day. It's no, hold on. Eddie. Huh? Actually, no, I'm actually going to make a point with this. No, this virus is so bad. My grandpa's not coming to work. See, whoa, <laughs> like that's what I'm talking about, bro. I was really going to say like he's even risking his life. I order his, I order his supplies every week on Amazon or Sam's. Like I order his stuff for him. Wow. His crib. He always just calls but, me. Hey, can you order this? I'm like, yeah. But your grandmother and him, they're of, they're of that age as yeah. well as my grandma. We just celebrated her what uh 80th birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh you know she already you know everybody weighed on her hand and foot as it should be but even now concerned because you know it's just it's just it's getting out of hand at the point where people feel like like i said last week i know a lot of people getting cabin fever that has these anxiety mental health issues all that job but that's why we have stuff like zoom facetime Social media. You know, I've talked to more people during this on social media than I have, uh, you know, not being on lockdown. And it's people that I don't usually ever talk to. I bet, just, yeah. You know, finally just, hey, man, you're into this. Okay, me too. Let's just, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's uh, communication right now. The technology, in a sense, is helping us more now than it ever has. And there's people that's not taking advantage of that all because of what? You know what I'm saying? Like, for like, really, for what? Uh, I might have slipped up here and there and got some butt when I shouldn't have during this. You know? Uh, me not living with my partner or whatever the case may be. But, you know, even stuff like that, going out to go do what you're going to do. I know everybody got knees and shit, but at the end of the day, bro, when you leave and you come home, Keep it. Keep in mind of everybody else that you stay with that hasn't left. You know what I'm saying? That that uh that you are potentially bringing something back to. Uh, I just feel like that's really inconsiderate. Uh, again, the only reason why I would leave the house is for essentials, food, water, toiletries, stuff like that. Um, or if you know you're going somewhere comfortable, like if I go to Dalton's house. From my house to Dalton's house, if I know Dalton's only been to work and home, and I know I've only been home or to my brother's house, and I know everything that's going on in that situation, I'm comfortable enough to go around Dalton. I'm comfortable around. I'm comfortable enough right now to go around my grandmother. Let me say that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm that comfortable. I know what I've been doing to the point where I know if I went to go visit my grandma right now, and we having a Miller because she still drink Miller, and we having a Miller right now chugging them bitches knocking them back i know she gonna wake up tomorrow like everything's good and the next day and the next day lord willing but it ain't gonna be because of something that i did so or brought to her so if you can't do that i wouldn't do it let's just say that you know what i'm saying if you're fortunate enough to have your grandparents in your life or your parents at that rate in your life if you can't go do that and, and have a clear conscience about it then you, sh you probably shouldn't do it so that's chris rant for the day you know but uh, we can move forward applicably. Uh, how do you feel about this uh, Jason Derulo thing? What, his, like, popularity? His TikToks. And TikToks, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really give a shit. I don't, I don't, right. like, I don't like Jason Derulo music. 
he, Jason Derulo. He he kind of annoying as a person, but we're not gonna act like they're not creative. But you know the crazy thing? Everybody knows a Jason Derulo. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Like for everybody sure. knows a guy exactly like that. Yep. And um again, you can't hate on the creativity, like no, he's very creative. No, that but, well, the one where he made the red sky, everybody was I was like, what's wrong with this one? The Spider-Man joint, the uh the dog I really enjoyed that dog father one. I think I said that, but I really did. Uh oh, where he had the uh the yeah, dog in like a chain. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh what uh the Harry Potter joint. Did you see that one? Mm-hmm. He had where his head he had where his head got cut off. Uh yeah. Uh he got a he had a bunch of them. I mean I wonder, does he have like a premium TikTok? Like, bro, someone said he got to have a degree in TikTok because, like, this boy doing things you've never seen before on there. Facts. And I feel like, I mean, even if I don't, I, I have TikTok, but I haven't uploaded anything. And um, I, I also have a Jason Derulo story if you want one. Please. Um, this is why I kind of have a beef with him, too. Let me guess. Can I guess? What? He opened up for somebody that you went to go see. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Close. Okay. Close. Um, okay. So back in the gap, um, I used to work for a company that represented Google. Chris knows this. Right. Now, now you do. I don't work anymore, so I can say all this shit. Um, right. Basically, uh, we, we worked for Google and like, supported their products in retail stores across the country. My territory was Fort Worth and Arlington. Chris, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, you, you bleeped out for a second. Oh, right, my bad. I, yeah. I thought I heard something. Yeah, no, it was you. Um, okay. But anyway, um, so Google, when they were about to launch all these new products, I'm talking about like the, when the Pixel 2 was coming out, like Chris remembers this because I left uh, when we lived together. And he yeah. was like, he was like, yo, you got to bring me that phone back. Cause I gave he my, did. I gave my, cause I gave my pixel one. So, yeah. um, we were, I was like probably going to announce all these new products. So they, they flew us out to California, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 not California. Uh, I thought it was Cali or San Francisco or some shit. It was California. No, it was let me double check real quick. I, I still have the... Your itinerary? <laughs> Those are the most organized nigga I know. Bruh, this uh, nigga it was, saw my... It was uh, Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, no, I don't remember that. Wait, or was it Palm Beach, California? Let me double check. I'm telling you it was Cali, fam. I'm telling you. No, yep. I, this is the exact picture. Yep, I was at Palm, Palm Beach, California. So this airport was nuts, right? So you fly in, there's no... There's no a like um terminal you literally get off on the like or the plane lands you get off there like you walk down and then you're outside you land outside and oh, that walk. was a cocaine charter plane bro so we we <laughs> nah they gave us a cheap ass flight we had a like connecting flight and everything but uh right. we get there they put all the people across the country who work for this company in this hotel like they throw this big it's like a week long I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, like they had a like they had hella shit structured out for us. We did like little um, activities during the day, and these these activities are like four hours long, right? Then they give us the rest of the day to chill out and do whatever we want. Um, they had a like, pool and everything, so it's a it's a banging time. Like we got all this, I got all this free swag. I brought Chris back a ton of shit. Um, yeah. I had, 
I had socks. I had I, I everybody in the crew got Google socks, B. Bro, I don't. I had so much shit, right? So I come back. So the last the last night the the exit bash, as you will, right? They mm-hmm. were like they were talking about it all week. They were like, we got a big surprise for you the final night, <laughs> uh, like a big. <laughs> uh, they got, we, got, we got a big surprise for you the, the Holy final night. Shit. So there's there's rumors flying around. They're like, oh shit, um, it's gonna be blah blah blah. It's gonna be this person. It's gonna be right. this person. And the big rumor at first was um, like the big rumor at first was there was a Rihanna rumor. Um, <laughs> then there was, then there was um, uh, who else was it? I heard Rihanna, and then. There was a rapper too. I can't remember the rapper. It was it was Rana, a rapper, and then Jason Derulo. Those are the three that they kept rotating around, right? Right. So they did not tell us. They still would not tell us what it was. If you we tried to like ask anybody, we could. Hey, you know who it is? Like all the. I it, bet records. it was Flo Rida. That I it might have been to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, that seems like something he would do. So. But I mean, I'm like, Google's throwing the shindig. They got a limited money. So I was like, they can kind of get whoever they want. As much as a waste of time, it'd probably be for the artists because they're going to perform in front of like 80 people. But 80 nerds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so, you know, me, I'm like, all right, well, we'll I guess we'll just see who it is tonight. So they, they deck the pool area out, right? They build the stage. They got all these like activities. They got all these games. They got free food. I was like, oh, this is about to be crazy. They got open right. bar. They got open bar. We get drink tickets. I'm drinking. I'm having a good time. I'm like, I'm with Google out here. Like, I'm talking. Right. <laughs> I have the Google VPs in the same area with me. I'm thinking, right. I'm, I'm kicking like, it. Like, I'm yeah, like, I'm out yeah, here. You yeah. know? <laughs> um, and I got the Dallas, like, the Dallas squad. We, like, we, like, uh, like, stayed together or whatever. Right. Ridge just missed the cut. Like, Ridge started working there after this shit. Right. So Ridge would have been there with us. But um so we're having a good time. So they're like everybody come to the stage, our special guest is about to arrive. So I'm like, let me get in front just in case it is Rihanna. Like right. so <laughs> I get in the front. I get in the front. Then I hit the smoke the smoke machines go off. Oh shit. And like these light they had light this stage was pretty legit though. They had like lights and everything. Like the lights were going off, the smoke machine came up. Um, so I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going to find out who it is. Jason Derulo walks out. Jason Derulo. And not only does he not have a shirt on, um, he has two other dudes who have their shirts on. Wow. And, I, and now I'm stuck in the front. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm stuck in the front. With all the, man boobs all in his face. I, when, I'm stuck in the front with all these girls screaming in my ear. And then the first thing they do is they start pop locking, doing this shit. Oh, my God. And then he, like, greased up, right? He greased himself up before walking out. So he wet. Super baby he, oil. He, he already wet. <laughs> so he does, like, the you got serve spin on his knee. Oh, wow. And some sweat fly off and hit me in my face. <laughs> bro, I was hot the rest of the night, bro. I, I literally, like, fight my way out the front. I go back to the bar. I was like, give me whatever you got that's strong. <laughs> and, I'm sitting, and I'm sitting over there staring. At the, I'm mugging at the stage. I'm like, yo, Jason better not leave that stage, bro. He just got to spit on my I'm whoop his ass, man. <laughs> and then uh, he performed for like, 
he performed for like 30 minutes, bro. And I was like, yo, I didn't know Jason Derulo had 30 minutes worth of music at this time. What you say? Bruh, I'm hot, bro. I'm so hot the whole time. I'm like, yo. Niggas thought, oh. J- thought Jason Derulo was finna come take Chris Brown or Trey Song's spot. Nigga, that was smoking the finest crack <laughs> available at the time. Nigga. But that's, that's my Jason Derulo story for the day. There you go. I don't have no Jason Derulo story, but I do got this. I so Biggie's birthday was the other day, right? Yeah. Uh, N- Notorious B.I.G. Christopher Wallace, may he rest in peace. The yeah. Only, uh, Christopher, we acknowledge his Wallace. Yeah. So, um, you know, somebody posted a picture of him when he was a child. Mm-hmm. So Zach took it upon himself to make a make a joke of it. It was like, oh, Christopher, like. You know, saying that I look like Biggie, but jokes on him because I heard that when I was in you know second grade summer going into third grade, mm-hmm. um, which is really weird. You never been to my, you never been to Jackson, but when you do go, because you're gonna go, <laughs> you're gonna go one day. When uh oh, like with the fam? Yeah, you're gonna okay. go. You have to. It's it's like you have I, to. But uh, yeah, you, I mean, you've introduced me on. FaceTime yeah, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, but um, they're not ready for me, Chris. No, they're not. <laughs> it's gonna be like that meme with, or, with all the black dudes hugging that white kids. Like you, all right, white boy. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. This is exactly what it's gonna be like. But um, so my grandmother's house, my dad's grandma. Uh, there's apartments directly across the street from it. Which, on first look, it looks random as fuck. Like, why is there apartment? It's these random apartments, mm-hmm. and it's all two-story apartment and um nothing but like houses around it like it's really wild that is like right there literally across the street looks like a motel no it's 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 a hotel it's 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 an apartment okay but um so did you know uh none of my cousins lived in my grandmother's neighborhood at this time so i was literally at grandma's house so i went across the street there was a random guy out there he was just shooting hoops. He had to been, he had to been mid to late twenties at this time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I I don't even know if I've seen that guy since then. Like it's been so long, but um, we just out there shooting hoops, and he like you know little homie in me, you know like little homie like uh oh you got a girlfriend or oh, you from Texas right you know just little you know whatever. So I was like, I probably said some 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 emo shit like, oh, girls don't like me. Uh. And he was like, <laughs> oh, man, you know what, man? You look like Biggie, man. And Biggie got all the girls, man. You know why? Uh-oh. I'm doing my podcast. Hey, she's here. <laughs> oh, hey, I heard her. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> she's not having it. But, um, so, uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, man, you look like Biggie and, um, you should embrace it, man. Cause he got all the girls. So I was like, later I got it. Like as I got older, but as a kid, I just thought he, cause I'm a kid. Biggie's ugly as shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. But he's ugly. So I was like, bro, you literally, and I wasn't even fat back then. I ain't no, no titties, no stomach. No thighs rubbing together, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, bro, wh- wh- why do I? So I looked. I had to look hard, long and hard in the mirror. I was like, okay, my I get a little cockeyed sometime. I can see that. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a little on the darker side. I can see that too. So I was like, all right, man, whatever. Got older. I got called, you know, Biggie here and there. The one that took me out, though. Again, another Mississippi one. Young Jock. That came back to that came back with me though. Yeah. I got young jock like eighth grade. Oh like, boy. But I wore that one though. I wore that. Because mm-hmm. at the time, young jock was, you know, he is going down. Then randomly got Mace. But then if you look at Mace and Young Jock, you can see that they're kinda they look kind of sick. I don't know, bro. I just look like every dark skinned nigga with waves at the time <laughs> that had dimples, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the most random one I ever got was Kendrick, like when Kendrick first came out. I was like, Yeah, I, I remember that. It's because you had the the little twisties or yeah. whatever. I was like, uh-huh. there's no there, I do not look like this man. Uh who else have I gotten random? Uh I think I think Kanye, but that was more because of our dress, maybe not necessarily saying that I look like him. And then I got Idris Elba, and I just stuck with that one. <laughs> ah bullshit. Nah, who called, yeah. Who called you Idris Elba? <laughs> Tell me who. I'm a text him right now. <laughs> oh hell no. Yeah, I, I call. I, I think I thought I looked like Idris Elba, so I I just you know I started the the legend. Chris looked like Idris Elba. Nah, absolutely. Don't believe this stupid <laughs> ass shit. Look, we're both men, Chris, and we know Idris Elba is a gorgeous yeah, he's, human yeah, being. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a god, man. He's a god. He's a god amongst men. I can't. Come on now. You know, that's what I aspire to be, though. You know what I'm saying? I that's okay. Be, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm not quite there just yet, you know, but I'll get, you know, hopefully. Hopefully. Hey, you know, enough, enough essential oils. You'll get there, brother. I need to, like, lose, like, 15 pounds. Bruh, when's the last time you stepped on the scale, bro? I don't even own a scale. I just stepped on that motherfucker the other day, man. Oh. You not happy? I mean, if I don't look it, so I'm okay with that. But I am 245 pounds, bro. Oh, okay. That's why that's cra- that's crazy to me. Again, I don't look like it. I mean the girls like it though. You know, they say I'm stocky. Hey, you know dad dad bot's like in, rocky. brother. Dad bot is in. I can't I can't really lose. I can't lose right now. The only thing, man. Like I told you, since I got that head tattoo, bro, I was like, bro, I, I want to show that more because I want to get more head tattoos, even though that was the most painful thing I've ever put myself through. Um, I do want to get more head tattoos, but um, I said that I wasn't going to, you know, cut my hair off off until after your wedding because I didn't want, like, I was telling uh, Kamara today, I didn't want your, like, family or whatever to see me and be like oh you hang around thugs because i got tattoos all over my face and on my head and shit i can't do nothing about the face tats but that's the head tat that's, that's extreme a, that's a dumb stigma though it is but i you know again i don't know shelby's family like that met her mom met her mom's shelby friend. has tattoos not on their fucking head <laughs> you're fine you know what I'm you're fine uh, i was thinking about it but i don't think i don't think the suit that i plan on wearing to your wedding i don't think a bald head would compliment that so I'm gonna wait till after the fact. Yeah, don't don't be bothering my wedding. <laughs> it's gonna be hot outside, bro. Your head gonna be sweating like a motherfucker. That's why I'm gonna bring the cloth and just pat down. This is like a like a pastor, bro. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you already know how I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> that ugly rub too. Yeah, put your head down with it. Facts. You already yeah. know. You gotta say a scripture and pause. 
Yeah. you. Khalil's dad, bro, told me. Oh, damn. Uh, Khalil's dad was like, when we were growing up, he was like, he just gave me that look, like you know, you you more than what you think you are. But he, that's what the look he gave me. He didn't right. even say nothing, <laughs> right? So I'm just standing there, like, ultimate pastor. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, man, we just talking about music, you know, because his dad is a uh, an enthusiast as well. Uh huh. Um, his setup is dope too. So we were talking about music. He was like, you know, cause you uh you should be a pastor when you you should you should do that. I was like. No, <laughs> I was like, nigga, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know all the, the debauchery I've been up to. <laughs> about, you know what I'm saying? I may be humble and nice and kind because my parents taught me respect. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, nigga, nah, nah, I'm Wolf of Wall Street before we saw the movie. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, there's no way. So he was just like, look, man, um, you, you, you're a natural born leader. I can see that in you. And, uh, I could just tell. I could see it in you, man. I could see the spirit in you. I could do da, 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 da. And I was just like, it's probably because I'm high, Mr. Blackwell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, bro. Jesus. But, but the older I got, I, I realized what he was saying. But I, was just, I still, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where my life will end up. But I'm not opposed to that. But at the same time, I just know who I am as a person. I can't see, a, I can't see me giving up like swearing or um, uh, uh, all the other things that I do that is frowned upon from that community. So, but at any rate, uh, you was going to say what now? <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, Jawan's dad always had a had a uh, towel on him. He always wiped, <laughs> well, he always wiped his face, bro. And, he, you know, I always, always call his dad, Eddie Griffin. So he imagine Eddie Griffin as a pastor and just like wiping his face after like every big statement. Right. Yeah. It's you got like that. To. It's like That's, that. Pastor Hawkins took, don't play. It took a little bit out you each and every time, you know? <laughs> Shit. Um, no also, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw, but today is the 15 year anniversary of common B. Man. I can I could genuinely say the songs that I heard growing up, like back in the nineties. Yeah. Like on that of that elk, like the Q tips and the you know, all all those, you know, that type of vibe of music. I can honestly say that B was that for me at that time when nobody was doing it like that no more. Like it it, it just was it was nostalgic, but at the same time it was fresh. They 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 put a live recording on there, which was like unheard of for a studio album in this day and age. Like right now, if it's not like a live album, um, Dilla and Ye, how you gonna beat that, man? And this was Common's quote unquote. I mean, it's not quote unquote. This was his comeback album, and um, bro, some of the most beautifulest beats. Beautiful. That's all I've been seeing today. <laughs> Beautifulest. Yeah. That's all people been saying. Like, man, like, I remember me and Jonathan pulled up to Miles' house one day. And we, I was letting, I, I, because the music that I'm making today, like right now, 
is the music that I always wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so we pulled up listening to B. He was like, oh, y'all on y'all Neo. You know how Miles is an asshole. Yeah. Like, y'all on y'all's Neo soul shit today. <laughs> he that's said Miles, that's Miles' f- favorite album. Yo, <laughs> yo, if if a if a cat was a person, it would be Miles. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> like sure. y'all on y'all neos. Like so nonchalant. Like I really don't give a fuck. Like whatever. But that was just a funny thing. But no, that album, bro. It's um. And then I remember there was like a Sprint commercial or a Boost Mobile commercial or something, and they used B, the instrumental for B for their commercial. And I was just like, bro, this shit is big. Because at that time, rappers getting commercials was, like, new. It was big. It was a thing. So, like, even with Drake, boy, it was Drake. Drake had the Kodak. You remember Kodak was trying to make their last push around the time uh, Drake put out um, Thank Me Later. So, Drake had a commercial for Kodak. I want to say, like. He had the Sprite commercial. I knew that, but Kodak is Kodak. Is Kodak. Kodak been around. I mean, Sprite been around probably maybe just a little less time than Kodak, but I just remember that commercials back then for rappers were a big thing because yeah, we weren't absolutely. getting them. I say we like I was there, but they were not getting them. So it was just big and it was common. And um, that album, though, bro, like I can listen to it top to bottom, no skips. Mm-hmm. Hear something new every time type of album uh makes me want to go back and like find what song they sampled type of album like it's really a classic timeless album one of the last classic albums made before the new generation thing happened you know what i'm saying right before snap music took over like that was it you know what i'm saying so i love that comment yeah i don't know what happened to make that album happen but I'm glad it did because uh, honestly, though, also, I don't think Kanye's good music imprint would be as integral as, as it is without that album as well. Um, because that kind of showed off that like not only can he produce for just like random Jay-Z tracks, he can like make an album album and he can like yeah. over he can oversee an album and make it beautiful because you have you had. Common B and John Legend get lifted at the same time, like what? LA registration, like I mean, like you got all this shit coming out. Like, not only is he a good artist, he's also a good producer, and he can oversee other people's stuff and make them grow. Like, you you wouldn't have thought like Common been around before Kanye, way before, but never kind of had like he never kind of broke into the mainstream, um, like the other people because his music was so different than everybody else's. Yeah, that Neo Soul movement. Um, And then you get, then Kanye and Dilla, like he'd been working with Dilla, but you get Kanye and Dilla to work on an album and make it, and it's a pretty short album. And then, and then boom, you have a, a gold album. And then you got Common back in the forefront. You got, you, you got Common doing movies and shit from this shit. Yeah. Can I, uh, what was I finna say? Oh, I want to play something right quick because it made me, I know a lot of people hate this song from Common. Okay. But this song, bro, I fucking, me and my homie Callie had a dance battle to this song, bro. It's done off B though, right? No. 
But okay. I just brought it up because we're talking about common. Yeah. Uh, you gonna play it? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I'm supposed to have it loaded and ready to rock. I didn't know we was gonna be talking about common. That's my bad. Well, you should know today was the anniversary, cuz. And it's Kanye's and Kim's six year anniversary. That's I don't. Cool. I don't care. I, really I was just don't. saying, no, the only reason why I felt like that was a thing, because in my mind, I was like, did he, did he get married to Kim on the day that he put out B because it's like, a, it's a landmark moment for him? I don't know. I feel like Kanye would do some shit like that. Here we go. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me get right. My bad brother, please. Uh, but yeah, you know, man, why she, all right. <laughs> what is that? Universal mind control? Fuck, man. I was just supposed to be a surprise, man. Well, you had the French girl talking. Can you connect to my mother? Oh, sorry. You don't, who doesn't like this song? Bro, when this song came out, niggas was not jacking this, bro. I like this song. This is the automatic. <laughs> oh, my shit hating on the, on the boy. But at any rate, Universal Mind Control, it was uh, one of my, uh, I like that song and people didn't. But anyways, B is a phenomenal album, bro. Top to bottom. Like I said, one of the last classics. And my head went away. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Don't you hate when the head go away. Niggas mm, mm, mm. <laughs> just vibing today, bro. I like this shit. I need to be drunk more often. Oh, my God. There you go. Fucking Pharrell. I stay fresh like I wrapped the plastic. <laughs> nah, the, the shit from that album is Punch Drunk Love, though. I oh, love of course. That of shit's course, super course, hard. And, you know, Common is, um, Common, you know, is a poet, uh, a true MC, a battle MC. A lot of people forget about that. And because he's a b-boy. He can dance, and too. He's, yeah, he's a b-boy as well. A lot of people... He is the true essence of this shit, man. Which is why I would love, 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 you know... Look, that good music era when Mutz, uh, Mutson, Hudson Mohawk and... Or not Hudson Mohawk. Um, Mr. Hudson, um, Cuddy, Sean, Consequence, uh, Sarah, like that era when everybody was there, Cuddy... I, I I just knew, bro, like, these guys are going to be the thing for the – because everybody wanted to be like them. Everybody wanted to dress like them. Everybody wanted beats from them. Everybody – Kanye you wanted, was – You wanted that Jesus chain? You wanted that Jesus chain, like, the fashion, the Louis the Louis slipper, the Louis V shoes he did at the time. The, the Man, I wanted those so bad, bro. Bro, what? Bro, like – you will just that good music run, bro. It's one for the books because, and 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 I will say this, knowing that Big Sean, Big Sean had the weakest album out of all their first debut, like first album debuts. Of course, like out of Pusha, out of, even Consequence. Don't quit your day job, uh, uh, Mr. Hudson. I like I like Don't Quit Your Day Job. It ha no, it has good songs on there, but I, it's a lot of skips for me as well, though. I can okay okay it's cool it's cool uh common like they had a fucking run fam run 
even GLC, that song, uh, what was that song GLC had? Um, if worse come to worse, my people come first. That's, so, that's Soft Consequence album. I thought that was GLC song, though. Nope. It wasn't on the that little comp thing they were doing? No, nah, that's on Consequence's album. I really thought that was GLC. That's GLC song, fam. It's on the Consequence album. I don't know what else to tell you, fam. Because it's called Disperse. If you ain't busting down, please disperse. It's on Consequence album. Promise you. <laughs> that's wild. Because I, I... No, that was enough. No, I'm tripping. That was Consequence song. GLC had another song with Kanye at that time. Well, not uh, drive slow, right? Nah. That was where it was like they were wearing like uh like old timey clothes. Uh but <laughs> that pisses me off, fam. Cause I can't think of the name, but I can see the video. Um, fuck, fam. What type of name is GLC, anyways? Why are you getting mad at his name? What year was that? What? His name is Gangsta Legendary Crisis. Oh, Flight School was hard. You remember Flight School? Yeah. My shit not. There was another song. There was a song. I can't I can't recall what it's called though, but um I hate this shit. I hate Spotify. Right now. It's being a bitch. It's being a little Oh, speaking of Spotify, well, this I guess it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Never mind. It's not going to affect us. <clears throat> but uh, Joe Joe Rogan got that. Uh, yeah, he got an exclusive deal with Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I knew you wouldn't care. This is that automatic. I stay fresh <laughs> like I'm wrapped in plastic. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um. Uh, just... I don't really got nothing else. Yeah, I don't have anything else either, other than fucking being Tim the Tool Man Taylor these last few days. Yeah, and then I mean, I made a Dragon Ball Z thread. I saw that. What prompted you to do that? Because we were watching it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna because I was talking to Shelby, and I was like, yo, I was like, yo, you know, he really the MVP of this fight. I was talking about Yajirobe in the Saiyan Saga. Yeah. And then uh, I was like explaining my reason. I was like, yo, he had the two most crucial hits of this whole fight. He cut off Vegeta tail when he was about to kill Goku the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Shrunk him down. And then everybody on the ground. And he about to kill Gohan and rip off his tail. And then he slices him on the back. And then gets his attention long enough for Gohan to turn over and look at the fake moon. And he hit the turn eight. Like he had the most crucial hit. So I was like, let me make a list. And then. Pick the like the MVPs and like the scrubs of all these fights because you gave Yamcha like, bro, you know. yeah, Yamcha is the worst character, and that's saying a lot because Chaosu doesn't do shit either, except explodes. 
but he at least did something. He got to yeah. at least see Nampa. Yamcha fucking was like, oh, I get this fight's over and started walking away and then blew up like a little pussy. I mean, Dragon Ball, though, he was good. No, he wasn't. He did nothing. He literally did nothing. We, we just finished Dragon Ball. He lost, he, to- he lost every first round of every world tournament. He got fucking smashed by TN in the tournament. TN was a different type of dude, though, at that time. He he literally was fucking useless. See, the thing is, though, I feel like they could have raised these niggas. They've been training their whole fucking life to stick with Goku. And you mean to tell me every time a new threat comes, they can't even see their underlings? No, this... <laughs> But this is why I always this is why I always champion Krillin, because it don't matter what's going on. Krillin gonna step up and try to fight. Like he gonna he's get still it. a pussy though. No, he's he's not. He is definitely not. He's a complainer. I'll say that. Sure, he'll complain, but he gonna do it. Yamcha gonna be too cocky and then get waxed the first two seconds. It sounds like me, bro. <laughs> Krillin went to Krillin was one. The only fighter out of all the Z fighters, other than Goku, to go to Grand Kai's planet and train over there. And when Kid Buu popped up on that planet, Krillin was the first one to be like, "All right, you want the smoke? Let's go!" And he actually got a couple hits in on Lil Bro. What What happens when you're dead and you die again? <laughs> well, in Dragon Ball, it doesn't matter because you know they had Dende come and make a new dragon, so the other yeah, ones yeah, didn't yeah, matter. Yeah. And then the Namekian and Dragon Balls, you know, they always find some loophole. Where they they find them loopholes. That's one thing they fucking do do. But yeah, I'll just go through real quick. I, I felt I felt good about my list, and I I I know some are gonna make you mad. Now that's what I want. Um, try me. Okay, so for the Saiyan saga, like I said, Yajirobe is the MVP for the two crucial hits, and then Yamcha because he got waxed in the first two seconds, and then he literally did nothing. Uh huh. Then the Namek and Freeze is kind of a wash because Goku turns Super Saiyan. Like, what else can I tell you? Like, right. that was the most epic moment at the time. Like, you can't beat that moment. Mm-hmm. So, and I put the biggest loser was Gohan because that stupid-ass haircut he had. And then uh, he literally did nothing at all. Oh, you're talking about the chili bowl? Yeah, terrible. Fucking awful. That was a bad haircut. Like, why did you get that? His you're- mom probably gave it to him. You know, Goku I- was never around. Bruh. His mom let him go out the first time. I don't need why you need a chili bow. Then I said I skipped Garlic Jr. saga because one, that's filler, and then two, it sucks. No one cares about Garlic Jr. at all. Okay. Most people don't even watch that shit. So. True. Yeah, because they had the toys at Burger King back in the day. Back when them. Uh, and then I, I uh, kind of skipped the Trunk saga too because I was like, yo, it was only like six episodes of the saga. And then also. Trunks waxed, and, he, and no one else fought. It was just Trunks. So I was like, Trunks could be the only winner. Mm-hmm. And then he had the most epic moment. He, like, waxed Frieza in, like, two seconds. And his dad, his whole fleet. Yeah, he just smashed them boys up. Um, then the Android Saga. like uh, One I, of the most lit sagas ever. I put a... Uh, I put... MVP, I, I, just, I said I had to give Vegeta for actually going Super Saiyan for the first time. I was like, yo... Like, he finally did it. Like, he broke through. Because he, he turned Super Saiyan by giving up on turning Super Saiyan. How crazy is that? He had to let go. And then I put Yamcha again because 
first victim again, and also he lost his chick to Fujita. Like, bro, how you lose your chick to the bad guy? Cause like this man. That's usually how it goes, Dalton. I was like, I was like, this dude came down, destroyed part of Earth. Also, was a bitch on Namek half the time, but came back and was like, all right, I guess I'll do your thing. I'll trade on your planet. Boned your girl, had a kid with her, and then you go and get lo- you lose to Doctor Jerome, punk ass. Though let's do it, wait, because I do remember Yamcha going to play baseball first before Trump. Before Trust came, him and Bowman were still a thing. He was playing baseball. They told right. him that freezing them was coming. And oh, it was on Saiyan Saga. He was he was only doing it because he was bored and to, to right. make money. Right. But he, uh he's still he's fucking useless. I'm just saying, my nigga, my nigga went out, oh, he was minding his business. They came and got him. So who's really but, the loser? But he was like, oh, I've been waiting for this. I'm excited. I can't wait to train. Like, I mean, he, he was bored. I was you know, the, the world is at peace. But y'all still, tr- uh, there's no there's no Yamcha advocates. Fuck Yamcha. I I rep Yamcha. Bullfang fist, nigga. The worst attack never works. <laughs> all right let's keep going uh, all right next we have the imperfect cell saga because the cell saga is so long it's broken down in multiple sagas right the imperfect cell saga i put even though he lost the fight when when piccolo finally fused with kami i was like yo he back he like really back to do some damage and he he was wrecking he made cell run away he didn't lo- what fight did he lose he he did lose. He made Cell run away, but then the second time, he got waxed because Cell absorbed all those people and his energy went up. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So him and 17 had to fight together. Um, and then remember, Android 16 was like, I'm the strongest him, and then did like the hell grenade shit on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then that's how... But anyway, I was like, yo, that, that was just a lit moment that Piccolo fused with Kami. And then I put Biggest Losers Android 17 because... He thought he could take Imperfect Cell by himself and then got swallowed up like a little bitch. Um, then we reached the Perfect Cell Saga. This is right before the Cell game start. Chris, you disappeared. I don't see you no more. Oh, I'm here. Um, I don't know where my face is. Now, the Perfect Cell Saga was the most unique post I had because the winner and loser of the thing is the same person. Which is? Fajita dumbass. That's who it is. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay so I agree. I agree. I agree. So, so the winner—he's a winner because he—he he actually exceeded Super Saiyan. He became like Super Saiyan one and a half. He wasn't a two yet. He was like one and a half. But the problem was he got all super swollen shit. So he was mega strong, but he was slower. But then he got super overconfident. First off, he punched Trunks to tell because Trunks was trying to like, yo, calm the fuck down. What are you doing? Don't let this man transform. He's like, shut up, boy. I'm your dad. Punch you in the stomach. Um, Was waxing second version of Cell. And then he was like, if I turn perfect, we'll have a good battle. And he was like, shit, all right. And he lets him fucking absorb the motherfucker. Then gets pimp slapped around. Yeah, he got his ass whooped. Dumb. I was like, Fujita, you. How are you so dumb? How are you so dumb? And then I had to put an auto mention for Krillin because he said, "Fuck the planet. I want this android." But he destroyed that remote. Uh, I don't know if that would have been right, but I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I will give Krillin. No, I said honorable mention because he like was like, "Yo, I could literally save the world by just turning her oh, off." Oh, I, I thought she was giving him giving him honorable mention as in for the. Uh, Okay, yeah, I got you. No, I was just saying shout to him because he could have saved the world, but he was like, nah, I want this Android button instead. 
I don't want her. I feel him. So, and then we reached the Cell Game Saga. I said, of course, everybody wants to give it to Gohan because Gohan turned Super Saiyan 2. But see, I, I like this version of Gohan right here. I like the Super Saiyan 2. That was an awesome moment. But I'm going to keep it 100 a buck. Gohan right. is a pussy. Gohan has been a pussy almost the entire show. Uh, when he fought the, uh, what movie was that? Oh, you want to bring movies into this? What movie? I'm just saying, look, I think, I think clearly different Saiyan forms give you different attitudes. Like, like Super Saiyan 3 for Goku, he was cocky. La la, he ain't got no eyebrows. Super Saiyan 2 for Gohan, like, you got to think, he saved the world. Uh, at that moment when he fought the movie where he fought old boy or whatever and all that shit. I just, I think he was a kid and he was arrogant, but at the same time, uh, no, nah, he, he had no arrogance. He was just, a, he was arrogant. He was a pansy. So anyway, I wouldn't say a pansy. I would just say arrogant. No, he was a pansy. Have you, I've, I've watched him cause this whole time he always had this like inner strength, but he never wanted to reach it. He's a, he's a pacifist at heart. He never wanted to fight. So half the time they're always waiting for him to power up. Like Piccolo dies because in, in, in the Saiyan saga, cause fucking Go, Gohan doesn't know how to move out the way. And he's always just in there. Oh, I don't know what to do. And um, anyway, I put Gohan is definitely the winner, but you can't give it to Gohan without giving it to Andrew 16 for giving him that little speech when he was on the ground, like Gohan, stop being a bitch, bro. Like just because you fight doesn't mean you're not a good person. You can you got it. You're doing it to save the world. Like right, wake okay. wake wake up, little boy. And then he gets his head stepped on, and then that's when Gohan loses it. Um, so a definitely great moment. Like no one forgets that that Super Saiyan two moment. I say the biggest loser of this, the the Cell Gangs is Goku, dumbass. Goku does the dumbest shit I've ever seen Goku do in this part. So so Cell gets kicked so hard he spits up Android eighteen. Right, remember that? Right. Yeah. Then he gets mad and is like, I'm just going to explode myself because I can't win this fight. So Goku was like, oh, shit. I'm just going to – I'll just teleport him out of here. But I, I can't come back for some fucking reason. And then out of – he can go anywhere with instant transmission. Anywhere. Yeah. But he goes to King Kai's planet. He ain't nowhere else to go. He could go anywhere, Chris. Anywhere, bro. When you he, when you're in a when you're in a situation like that, bro. He wasn't even pressed. He wasn't even pressed. You can't put it on that because Cuz was he like because he, he was giving a speech. He was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna uh, I, I'm a you know goodbye. You know I'm chilling. He's smiling. Cuz literally could have took him to like fucking Mars or something, right? Yeah. And then he could have instant transmission back and just left fat ass boy there. But he doesn't do that stupid shit because, of course, he has to die so he can train in the other world and be stronger and shit. But it's a plot device, but it's still dumb. It's a plot device. Yeah. I and know. then we get to the great, great Saiyan Man saga, fucking pointless. Um, only thing I like about that one is Goten and Trunks show up as kids, and I like, I like Goten and Trunks. I personally um, like when Chi-Chi was uh, – when they did the flashback. When uh, Chi Chi was actually training Goten and he went Super Saiyan to like yep. kick the shit out of her. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, what I'm saying. I love Goten and Trunks. So, like, I was like, yo, this is, this is the best part about this. Um, but other than that, all you do is see Gohan get bullied in high school and then he does a stupid ass Go- Saiyan man poses. So, fuck all that shit. Um, then the World Tournament Saga, 
you see everybody come back. Goku comes back for a day um, before the, all the boo shit kicks off. Uh, still, once again, the MVPs are Gohan, Goten and Trunks fights the best part of that tournament. Like, that's the best part. It's awesome. Um, and then they want the smoke so bad, they were like, let's join the adult, the adult shit because they can't help hold us either. And they dress up as Mighty Mass and fight two, like, stacked on top of each other. Yeah, and they end up fighting Android 18. They weren't ready for that fight, but they wanted the smoke still. Um, and then the loser has to be Hercule because he, you know, he had to like get knocked out by a kid. <laughs> um, I thought Hercule didn't lose because he fought Android. She was like, if no, I no, the fight, I'll let when you when Trunks won against Goten, he had an exhibition bout against the winner. And then Trunks punched him once and he flew out of the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And, but they thought he was being nice, but, like, he knew yeah. he got Rick. Um, yeah. Now, here's the part you're going to get mad at, for sure. We'll Are see. you ready? No, I, I know for a fact you're going to get mad. This is your guy. All right. So, now we arrive at the Bob D. Badge Majin Busak. I made him one because it's basically all bleeds together. Yeah. Um, so, I'm just going to read it verbatim. I'm going to have them. I'm going to... Look, I know everyone loves Maja Vegeta, but let's all be honest. It was a waste of time. Okay. He did it, acted like an ass, tried to redeem himself, and then blew himself up, and it did absolutely nothing. He died for no reason. And then, to make it worse... He, he didn't thought, know he was going to die for no reason. Anyway, he, <laughs> thought, he thought he was even with Goku because they were fighting on the side. But Goku had a whole other transformation in a Super Saiyan 3 in the tuck. All the reason he didn't use it because it was going to ruin his time to being on the planet. So, he the, so Super Saiyan 3 is the clear winner. That was the coolest part of that saga. And he was the, if he didn't have time limit, he would have gave Boo a long-ass day because he was volleyball and punching that motherfucker with his head and shit. But he just ran out of time. Uh, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to tell you to go back to the drawing board with that one. Um, because it did multiple things for Vegeta in that moment when he went to Majin. One, for me, he, he allowed himself to turn into Majin so he could be stronger than Goku to fight Goku. We all know that. It's he fine. still killed hundreds of people in the stadium, but okay. Yeah, he did that. I mean, he still had hate in his heart. The only way Majin or Bibbidi was going Bobbity. to Bobbity. Yeah, the only way Bobbity was going to tank him was the fact that he did still have evil in his heart. So, yeah, that's fair. All fair right there. They fight. Now, I say Goku is the reason those people died, not Vegeta. Goku had the, even if it was for one night, like the great Luther Vandross said, if only for one night. I would have went Super Saiyan 3 to save those lives. That's on Goku's hands. I don't give a fuck. You're the hero. This story's about you. You're the clear winner every time. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here. All right? See, so, the thing is, though, the, see, the thing is, no one thought he was going to do it. But he blew him up. It was like, oh, shit, he really yeah, gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at that moment, if you see this nigga serious, you attack the threat. You, he wasn't ready. Look, at, that, at Super Saiyan 2, which they both were at that time, um, uh, 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 they were evenly matched. Yeah, but if Goku had another, <laughs> if Goku, if Goku had, if Goku had that Super Saiyan three in a tuck, but it was gonna cut his time short 
to eliminate the threat, the opposing threat at the moment, you do that. Nah, because he was waiting. They, they knew they knew Bo, Boo was coming. That'd be pointless. We're not gonna fucking fight Vegeta. He's not the Bro, final boss. But, but guess what? End up look all this. Is, all all the Boo Saga taught them or should have was time management. Because either way it went, <laughs> Goku sports. had Goku ended up having to go back to uh, other world anyways. He died, right? Didn't he die again or some shit? No, he did not. He got wished back. But why did he end up? Correct. His time expired then, right? Correct. Okay. So either way it go, your time's going to get expired. You still ended up where you ended up. Gohan came and bought y'all some more time. The fusion brought y'all some more time. Whatever, that's a different. Whatever. That's a different. That's a different saga, though. That's not the same saga. Well, I, I, I mean, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. But at the end of the day, it was pointless. Really, all that we know about this guy, it was pointless. Is that he had the power. That whole then you say everything is pointless. Then that whole fight, the the fight, the the only thing that it introduced was Majin Buu, and that and you could have did that multiple ways. But Goku and Vegeta had to fight one last time. That whole shit was pointless on both their halves. Oh, but the, but then even even, even Vegeta said it. He was like, "Yo, you had this other super transformation in the tuck." I, so I he was like, "But he was like, so you fought me, you know, to satisfy my urge." And he was like, "Yeah, because you you wanted to fight me, but he wasn't gonna." Because he knew he was going to wax cuz. He would have chopped him on the neck and been done with it and left him there crying like a little bitch. Anyway, but I said the biggest loser is Bobbity because he thought he could control uh, Majibu like a dumbass and then got killed. So um, then we reached the Fusion Kid Boo saga. Um, that shit had too many cool moments like Fujito and uh, motherfucking. Uh, Go Tanks, which is my favorite character, had all this shit going on. Um, but the real motherfucking MVP of Kid Buu Saga, Fusion Saga, the only reason they won is motherfucking Hercule. Don't ever forget it. He saved the world on the last part because Goku gathering energy. First off, he friended Fat Buu. He made Fat Buu good. Okay, right. so they gained a powerful ally in that. And then secondly, when Goku was getting the spirit bomb energy ready, he was trying to get like everything in the galaxy for it, right? He was getting all the energy. He was getting all the the plants and shit were ready to go. But the people were like, I'm not giving you my fucking energy. The only people who did it were the the homies. So all these random people were like, I'm not giving you my energy. So the Hercule was like, yo, y'all dumbasses. Like, I'm here too. We fighting. Like, give us your energy. No questions asked. They all gave their energy up after that, after Hercule did it. So he the real reason why they won that shit. Because... If he didn't befriend Kid Boo, Kid Boo, I mean, um, Fat Boo, Fat Boo wouldn't have popped out of Kid Boo to start fighting him and delaying his ass. Right. So he really the MVP of that shit. And I put, I had a tie for the, the loser of the fight uh, because Gohan really pissed me off in this part because he got his, like, we had this whole training montage. He broke the sword. He got trained by the, the old man. He unlocked his potential. He doesn't even have to go Super Saiyan no more. And he waxing tall boo, right? He waxing yeah. his ass. Yeah, teenage boo as I like to call him. But then he gets tricked and lets them he let he gets he absorbs Piccolo and Go Tanks and then he gets absorbed. I was like, wow, that was an L. And then uh I also put Fujita on here as well because his cockiness messed up that fusion because they kept playing around with the boo instead of killing him because he was like, I'm just gonna play with this motherfucker, right? 
And then that was the cockiness side. And then of, of wait, 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 wait. You need to tell, so you're blaming that on Vegeta. No, it's just like with the go tanks. But the, when that fuse, they become one. Are you gonna right. tell me, bro? Who's her sister? The wicked witch of the east, bro. What? <laughs> oh, that's <too>, okay. <laughs> but it's just like go tanks. Because two kids fuse together, they're really playful. But they both have but when you get it, those things are heightened. So his cockiness side popped up really heightened in Vegeta. Goku's arrogant as fuck. <laughs> bro, Goku, how's Goku arrogant? Bruh, I just we just talked about it last episode, bro. They would not have had to fight in that universe tournament had Goku not did what the fuck he did. But if he did that shit, his time would have run out immediately and he would have known the threat and he couldn't have assessed it. He wouldn't even got to fight Boo. He got, at least got to fight Boo to address the power level of him. I, I, I'm just saying. Cause he, and, then we, and then he wouldn't have brought up the fusion technique or nothing. That, that would have all been irrelevant. Goku was arrogant. I, I had an argument about this at the gym. I told... I told Ryan and uh, his homeboy, and they asked a random meathead in there, oh, no, bro, Goku's not arrogant. What do you mean? If any, like, no, nigga, he's arrogant. Most of the times they've been in danger has been because of fucking Goku, bro. And then let me tell you Vegeta's ultimate L of this, this part. Go. The I'm ultimate L. Shit. The I'm ultimate shit. Okay, the ultimate L is, look, he went, they, the Earth got destroyed, right? So they're fighting on the Supreme Kai planet. Kibu, you have Kibu, Hercule, Goku, and then eventually Fabu pops out, right? Mm. So you have them, all of their mm. defending the earth, Kibu going crazy, right? Mm. So they're taking turns or whatever. Vegeta gets waxed like immediately. So Goku, Goku getting waxed too, but at least he holding on with Super Saiyan 3 for as long as he can. And then Fabu pops out and he kind of like, he kind of wastes the most time with the ki- with Kibu. He like stops him because he's so durable or whatever. But during while Goku was fighting and realizing like, yo, he really is like not losing like that. He he's like fighting at the Super Saiyan three. He's doing the best he can. He's like, he's like, I admit it, man, you're the best. Like you're the best. I I could never beat you. He admits that shit. And that's the biggest L that Vegeta's ever took was that right there. Because his whole thing was, I'm not going to let this man be stronger than me no matter what happens. And he, he finally just accepted it and let it be. Now, they kind of retconned it in Super, but we're talking about Dragon Ball Z, not Super. So, Okay, I would like to destroy your whole argument with one of your favorite franchises of all time, okay. Marvel, and okay. one of the characters that everyone was excited to see, Vision. Yeah. Vision in Civil War was useless. After, after Commander General Ross or whatever the fuck you want to call him came in there and told these niggas like either y'all finna sign these accords or not. Or, 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 it's, or it's a wrap. Right. Y'all going to jail. Vision told these niggas only out of the whole uh, Marvel phase, whatever that was thing, only took two things out of that whole situation. One was when Thor told, or when Rocky said that sounded like a made-up word, and Thor was like, all words are made up. I never heard that in my life, and he was correct. I live with that to this day. (laughs) Two, Vision told the Avengers that were at the table. Yeah, I have a a theory. Yeah, (laughs) Our very existence 
invites strength. Invites struggle. Yeah. Now, prior to uh, now, keep, I, I will acknowledge the fact Drag or as soon as Dragon Ball Z started, they were not aware that Goku was still alive. Meaning the Saiyans, okay? They didn't know that until they got there. Uh, Raditz got there. I, I will give you that. But every other foe since then, minus Boo, was aware of who Goku was, and they wanted him dead. And Frieza. Frieza didn't know who he was. But he knew where the Saiyans were. So that's by default. So in my mind, I love Goku. He's the hero. He's the Superman of the Dragon Ball Z world. Everybody loves him. I get Not everybody. But, uh, you know, he's that, he's that figurehead. <laughs> He invites every threat that they ever had came across. If Goku just has he did did what his wife wanted him to do, and chilled the fuck out, they wouldn't have to wish all that. He wouldn't have to wish all his homies back. No, huh? the say the Raditz would have came anyway. Raditz would have came, yeah, and Vegeta and whatever. That's where the buck would have stopped. But as you said earlier, it's for furthering the uh, franchise, the plot device. Is, yeah. yeah, plot device. So huh? I get that, but. You can't ignore the fact that Red Rim and Arby, the androids, all that is because of what Goku did as a child. So yeah. Say, saving the world very, comes with a price. No, getting into shit. You were, this shit started as an adventure. No different than Pokemon when Ash was just trying to catch them all, huh? Be try, trying to become a gym leader. Not even it, the same. <laughs> Not even it, the same. It invites struggle, it, yeah. invites, it invites that shit. Like, and you can't run from it. And, and every that's time, a responsibility. And every time Vegeta invited to the party, he gets waxed. So that, that might be the case. <laughs> you know, that may be the case. I can't argue that. I just know had Goku not uh, stepped in it, put his ankle in it, so to speak, Vegeta wouldn't have got waxed in the first place. Huh? Let's talk wow. about that. Nobody ever want to talk about the truth. Nobody ever tell truth no more. Huh? So let's, you. Let's, you don't think you don't think him admitting that he's he can't beat Goku as an L. I, no, I don't. I actually I wow. actually find that I actually find that commendable because sometimes you got to realize when somebody's better than you, and you, and you just oh. let it go. That's oh. why all this goat talk still going on to this day with LeBron or MJ or Kobe, whoever you decide is the goat. That's your personal opinion. But yeah. Kobe himself going and saying, "I'm nothing without him." That's basically what Vegeta said in a nutshell. Goku would never admit that. He can't. You know what? You know why? Because if somebody beat Goku, he's going to want to go again. He's going to rocky this situation. He's going to lose, train, come back, and win. He's not going to let that go. Why? Because he's arrogant. Vegeta, out of all the foes that Vegeta's fought and lost against, the one foe that he knew he couldn't beat, he admitted that to him. Like any man, real man should. <laughs> that's why. That's why with Dragon Ball Super, they got this nigga Goku acting as if he's Kid Goku again. Yeah, they definitely acted like a. Which, and, if I made a Super one, I would just be like, Goku's the biggest L. The whole thing. The whole thing, because all that's his fault, minus the Future Trunks saga. Because, but like I said, this was Dragon Ball Z list, whole different one. You right, and again, I'm I am I am now, rolling a lot of things now into I, it. I will I will say this: if you wanted me to do the Vegeta thing, Vegeta is a better dad, a better husband, um, and a better leader. Uh, he, mm, they're he actually the, no, they're actually both not really good leaders though. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why they make Gohan at least. Yeah. But ultimately, like Piccolo and Gohan make the plans. They just, yeah, I, they're not good leaders though. Because Vegeta would just assault your ass forever, and then Goku will be like, uh, I'm just going to go fight this guy over here. Y'all do whatever you need to. I'm going to be, I'm going to be over here though. That's kind of how it goes. I mean, you saw what happened in the tournament of power. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, uh, random question. And this ain't got nothing to do with anything. I'm kind of having like a side argument with somebody right now. All right. Uh, which is not really an argument. We're just hashing things out. Uh, this will be the last thing because we're running over our time here. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Wade's son, as far as you know, he has not taken any hormonal drugs to change his uh, stuff up right. Right? Uh, as far as you know. You mean his daughter? Um, and daughter, no, yeah, not, that, yes, not yes, that I know yes. of. No. Okay. I apologize. That was ignorant of me. Um, okay. That's all I wanted to know. But we can end it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird yeah. thing to end on. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're just having a. Uh, it started off as something else, then we started going somewhere else, and I'm just trying to uh, put it, put it, put a nail in that coffin. I'm glad I enlightened everybody on my Dragon Ball Z takes. You know, I'm just argumentative. You're right at pretty much about everything. And and, and but uh, Chris is a big Vegeta guy, so this is why I knew. Huge Vegeta guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely my favorite character by far. Uh, and it was kind of not by choice. They had these like action figure, like doll things. They were like this tall. I know you can't see it, but they were tall. Like, you could change their clothes and shit. And uh, Zaxmov got him Goku. Mm. And you know, at, the, at that age, like, oh, I wanted Goku. What the, what the fuck? Yeah. But I got Vegeta instead. And I had to love that doll. Like it was, you know, what I wanted. Vegeta. Vegeta outfit better anyway, so. Definitely. He came in the full Saiyan gear, uh-huh. but I just cut his, uh, I cut his yeah, sleeve. Yeah, the shoulder pads were trash. I hated yeah. the shoulder pads. Oh, I don't think he had to show. You could pop the chest plates off. But okay. I don't think he had the shoulder. It was just the full, I think it was his um, Namek armor. Okay, he well. He had the shoulder pads in the Namek. Yeah, good, I'm glad, because that was the worst outfit he ever had. Was I just the, cut his sleeves <laughs> off okay. once uh, we got to uh, whatever happened after Namek. But at any rate. That's where my affinity, uh, affinity. There you go. You got it. For Vegeta started. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was like what second, third, third grade. So I can appreciate it. I I, I lost that argument, but I had to. <laughs> in, the, in the name of the saying, Prince, you know what I'm saying? I had to. Hey, hey. Also, one thing he got over Goku is his his wife is better than Chi-Chi for sure. Oh, all facts, but Goku did. <laughs> Goku did slap that pussy. So, oh, that was he didn't know what was going on though. He didn't know what was going uh, on. Man. Yeah, he knew what was going on. That, that part, is, that part is hilarious though. That nigga got up. He smacked that. Yeah. Oh, it's he's like it's not there. He Your the balls bed. are gone. Yes, yeah, dog. He laid hilarious. on it though. He laid his head right on it. Lay your head. It's kind of weird though, cause like. Bomba's kind of like his mom in a way. She kind of raised him. Yeah, she raised him. Yeah. So Fujita would be his stepdad, in a sense. If, uh, <laughs> if Asians, damn, but, was but uh, if Fujita, Saiyans didn't, Fujita is older though. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Continuity wise, just he is. just funny enough. Just a fun little fact as we leave this today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next time.
Ooh, my ears are getting hot. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, have a good Memorial Day. Uh, yes. Stay safe. Social yeah, distance. Yeah, for sure. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.